It's In The Field Radio, y'all, on 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie, Independent Radio. I'm in the field right now. And it goes a little something like... Welcome to In The Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie, Independent Radio. I'm Erin Boogie. I'm here with Miss Lady D. What's going on? I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever basically that long it feels good it's been a while i'm gonna jack up the intro but i don't think that happened you did it perfectly oh thank you no it feels good to be back man it's been a while we were busy putting on that festival that got postponed (laughs) i had a bunch of nonsense going on so you know in the field radio kind of had to take a back seat for a minute but i'm happy we're happy we're back at it i wish we were back at it in the station i know yeah somebody was asking for an interview and they're like when can i come down and i'm like he he well somebody else asked for an interview today and i was like well because obviously with your situation we can't accommodate in-person interviews anyway they can wait till next year (laughs) the only thing i was thinking is that we could have like you on zoom and do the interview i mean we still have to pre-record it obviously because i can't go in the station because i'm not vaccinated but like we can always have people on zoom and then record it in that way like at least like i'm in the face-to-face with them in our studio i don't know oh yeah we could do that yeah i could cast you onto a screen so that way it's like you're in the room that's so cute That's what I originally wanted to start doing so that way we could do video. But then you were like, I'm getting deployed again. And I was like, you know what? Let's just take this next six months to figure our lives out. Right. No rush. We're not going anywhere. What if Lady D doesn't come back to New York? Well, Aaron Boogie's planning on leaving New York. So we're going to have to address that. You're trying to go far. Like, who told you to go far? Who? You. Oh, where were you trying to go? Like Like a neighboring state? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, no, I like Connecticut. See? I have friends there. I was like, you know what? Maybe I will pay $400,000 for a condo. Like, maybe. Just a condo? That's a lot. Well, I'm trying to wait for the market come down to some sort of reasonableness. It's like a expensive area. What area? Tell me you're in Greenwich. Look at in Greenwich. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I know my bougie stuff. Hey, it's it's like only an hour from the city. It's that close to the city? Well, yeah, I guess it is. It's like down farther. How far is it from like Dutchess County? I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't care. I was just <laughs> like, I literally typed in um, Connecticut cities, like near New York City. And there was like five. And I only looked at the ones like closest. Nor- Norwalk and mm-hmm. Greenwich I looked. And I think I kind of looked at Stanford too. But they were all like mad expensive now there's bridgeport i think i looked in bridgeport before but people were trying to say bridgeport was like it's a little bit hood yeah yeah they're right look greenwich it's closest and probably the most expensive it's literally only 60 minutes listen so i like i enjoy architecture so i like looking at housing listings anyway but we're also looking for a house and i had a conversation with one of my friends because her daughter is about to graduate in like three or four years so they've been looking because they would like to get a house too. And like, we were both saying that the way the housing market is in New York is like, neither of us might be able to afford to stay here. Not for like, not wanting to, but like, it just might not be feasible to buy a house here. Yeah. Like I was also looking in like Queens, like, oh yeah. What if I go back to Queens? 
and bro it was like five hundred thousand dollars for the hood yeah and that's like 200 square feet yeah like you basically need like a million dollars sounds about right i look in the city every so often and i found a townhouse that i like to guess how much it was how much just guess wait where in manhattan and what was it a townhouse 50 million dollars that's exactly how much it was. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Not only was that a, like a uh, amazing guess, but it, <laughs> that's a ridiculous price point for a home. I saw that. I was like, "What?" I guess you know we got billionaires fighting it out, going to space. So I, nothing shocks me anymore. But are people buying the houses? Because I really considered it. Like I was like, "Listen, you know what? If my job is a good job, I might be willing to do seven, eight hundred thousand dollars for one of these spots. But it would only be if I would be able to ultimately sell it at some point. Like, well, I'm gonna keep it forever." Well, so here's the thing. Like, I guess at like a 50 million dollar price point so that townhouse was also done by famous architects and like had previously been owned by like vanderbilt and stuff so it had it had a long history um it's actually owned by a consulate right now or, so, or something to that effect i can't think of off the top of my head who owns it right, right now but 50 million dollars for a place in manhattan i don't think will depreciate as much as like some of these houses up here that you buy for seven, eight hundred thousand that are really only worth six hundred thousand, but are inflated because of the housing market right now. Like, and that's what happened the first time around when that housing bubble burst. It, it was exactly what's happening right now is that people were scooping up these houses for these top dollar prices, and then the market gave out, and so um, they had these really high mortgage prices that they couldn't afford. And then things went into foreclosure. I know someone that scooped up a really nice house for like four or 500,000 that had previously been like an $800,000 house. I know somebody else that sold a house. Um, they had to sell the house in divorce that they had spent like six fifty on and then totally renovated and they sold it for 400,000. So when the market is really high and volatile like this, it can be negative in the future. Now, why was I looking in every time I start looking in the city, I start looking up because I get depressed and I feel like there was really nice houses where I came from. Well, well, I did not come from there, but where I was just living in um, Middletown, Middletown, not so much it's like a ghost town to me, but like Fort Jervis, it was really nice houses for not a lot. And I was like, well, I'm How, like, what is the price point? Like I was seeing three, four bedrooms, two, three bathrooms. And it was like maybe 400,000, 500,000 okay. is really, it was like really nice houses. So let me tell you. I have two things to segue off of that. First, I'm going to tell you how at Georgia in the suburbs of Atlanta, and I'm talking like 20, 30 minutes from Atlanta, you can get those same houses for like 200 grand. So it's like literally half the price down there. And then I was in Middletown the other day for like the first time ever. And I thought of you and you weren't even there. Aww. Adams is building a new location there. So I got to go to the construction site. Why? Well, because my cousin works for Adams and usually we hang out on Thursdays while Titan is in school. And my cousin was like, I have to stop by the construction site real quick. And I was like, it's Middletown? Like, that's not quick. That's not like up the street. No, so, it's an hour. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, do you want to take the ride out there? And I was like, okay. Because what he had to fix was only like 20 minutes. And if he didn't fix it, he was going to have to be out there at like 6 a.m. the following morning and not 9 a.m. So he was like, I would rather take the drive 
now than wake up early. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. So we went out there and then we went and got dinner at Chili's. And it was like the coldest Chili's I've ever been in in my life. Like the AC was bumping? Yeah. Like I wish that I had my winter jacket on. That's so fun. It was so hot outside and I got in there and I just saw like, it felt like I was going to be an ice cube by the time I left. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I was thinking about moving to Connecticut. So where I would be like in the middle of like my guy and my hometown kind of. But I don't want to move to the hood of Connecticut. He's all amped about being able to come visit New York. And I was like, oh, you, you, want, you want me to stay in New York? <laughs> Well, is your main tide in New York, like, the fact that your dad's here? Yeah. So I respect that, because, like, my mom is here, and I'm like, bye. (laughs) Well, like, she's not buying me a house or paying my mortgage, so I have to go where I can afford it. And if down south is where I can, you know, get the most bang for my buck, that makes sense. Because the other thing around here in Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey is the taxes are really high. Same thing down south. They're a fraction of the price. Wow. And they hit you with that income tax differently down there too and like you know what we do is like virtual you know what yeah. I mean? like it's like we could like work remotely so we could kind of live anywhere because i know people say the trade-off is well you know look at how much they pay people down there and well i'm gonna take like, my new york job down there because i work from home anyway let me tell you i have to go to the office for the first time since september i've almost made it a year without going there oh no but now that i'm the only one there i feel like i have my own office that's cool are you excited a little bit no (laughs) no because the trade-off of being the only person is that you're the only person so it's like i don't have no human like i don't have human interaction here and none there oh no you know what i mean it's the same (laughs) yeah like who wants to interact with like supervisors and stuff yo basically my co-worker is my dog and he just sleeps behind me the whole day harlem best co-worker ever literally the laziest i told him the other day like i might put central hudson in his name if that's how he's gonna act because he let the moth go yo he's so awful <laughs> <laughs> he was chasing bubbles before and now he can't even be awake oh it's <laughs> so funny you say that because i've been blowing bubbles in this room really i found them today at Sapa shop for it was like a big thing of bubbles for a dollar i was like this is perfect for a child oh my god Yep, I'm in this room being childish. <laughs> well, I got them for a going away present because there's a pool at the base that I'm going to. and Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there was a pool at the last one. Was there? I felt like, I don't know, in my mind you were like living in a sand dune. No. And, and this base is a little more built up than that one. Like up That's in an good. actual building, you know, because I'm a sergeant. Okay. Peasants that sleeps in a tent but sergeant bell <laughs> so, you should change your name to that forget lady d you're sergeant bell sergeant bell sergeant d lady sergeant yeah we're gonna call you sarge sarge the sarge the lady sarge we have to put like the sergeant thing on like the what do you get like for when you're a sergeant is it just like stripes or yeah you just get stripes we gotta put like the stripes on like the microphone Oh my on god! The lo- on the oh, logo, like the patches, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I think that's really cool. So I got bubbles, I got pool floaties, a noodle, 
the noodle had to stay in my car because I didn't know how I was going to transport that. But I brought the pool floaties and the bubbles. So I was in here bored and I was like, let me blow bubbles. And they're really good bubbles for the dollar store. Can I just say that? Like they were, they got them from the dollar store and had a long wand and it was actually blowing out a bunch of bubbles. And I was like, hmm. Can I tell you that you're not the first person that said that? Yes. Somebody else said they were like, you got to get the bubbles from the dollar store. They're the best. Uh, they're the best quality bubbles. Yeah. I was impressed. Now I'm about to go to the dollar store and rack up on bubbles. And then, like, when they went all over the room, like, they went all over the room and, and went on the floor and went everywhere, and they were still bubbles for a second. I was like, really? You're still alive? It was like snow and bubbles in your room. Yeah, so fun. I'm here for this. Let's get into some music, because we've been talking for mad long. We have an interview with Just Belly. We had to catch up. To- I know. That's okay. We can come back and talk about more things. Okay. Welcome back to In The Field Radio. I'm Erin Boogie here with Lady D. What's going on? And we got Just Belly in the building. Hey, hey. Mr. Two Chops, Just O Big V Belly, we here. Well, you're kind of in the building. We're kind of on Zoom. We, we, it's something like that. It's spectacular <laughs> still. I feel honored. Those pandemic challenges continue for us, but also made more difficult by the fact that Lady D is across the country. Right. Still in space from the backdrop. She on, she on NASA status. The Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh no the not space, space force, force. Exists. yeah i seen patches <laughs> from it i was like what okay yes it's a funny show on netflix too just in case y'all were wondering i like funny what's it called space i think force. it's called space force right yeah <laughs> oh, wow. it's got, no, it's got steve carell oh, wow. in it <laughs> y'all literally just said that y'all caught me being dumb on air damn <laughs> oh damn god scratch my head to that <laughs> all right so let's get into it for those that aren't familiar who is just ovelli just ovelli is the next snow king in new york I could just say straight off the bat like that. Um, I got a lot of heart with this music. It's me, me and my boy L, the Afi E, Afi Afi Inc. You know, built it from the ground up. First songs, two chops. I'm like, yo, bro, I got the banger for you. You wanna hit the studio or nah? I rapped to him in the kitchen, and ever since two chops, we just been heading the studio and going up from there. And now you're originally from the city. Yes, man. I'm originally from the Bronx, Uptown 241st on the Toulon. So what brought you to the Hudson Valley? All right. So it went like this. My, basically, my parents is tired of living in the Bronx. They claimed they wanted a better life for me and my brother. So they moved us out to Newburgh. So we had ended up went going from apartment to like a three-family apartment. I was on the top. My grandparents is in the middle. My aunt was at the bottom. So it was like, it was kind of crowded. But it was cool. I was all right. I, I really didn't mind because I was used to it. So we moved out from the city all the way to the suburbs where there's deer popping out the woods. I've never seen a deer in my life. It scared me. I seen a deer, I was like, what the hell is that? I only see it on like cartoons and stuff. But from there, I was basically in Hudson Valley, basically in Newburgh chilling. And then I um, went into my girl, started talking, boom, boom. And then I migrated out here to Poughkeepsie. That's basically how I went. Graduated high school at NFA. How long have you been in Poughkeepsie? For like three years. Oh, okay. You didn't just get here. I ain't just get here, but I've been in, I've been here. I've been here. E-boogie. So y'all are like up the street from each other? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, in, I'm in PK. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh. <laughs> and I live on one side and own the studio on the other side. So somehow you're up the street from me. In the middle. Somehow, somehow. Yeah, if I put in a GPS, watch you be like around the corner. 
<laughs> it happens a lot. That's how All I ended right. up with my boyfriend. On week. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get into music? Um, I actually started writing music ever since I was young, since I was like 10. I'm not gonna lie. Um, my parents, they're like old heads. My mom, she loves she loves some slick ricks on 50 Cent. So growing up in the crib, that's all I heard. 50 Cent, Slick Rick. My dad, he loves Hove. Hove and Nas. Those are his two artists. He had some, he had some Kanye West CDs, some graduation CDs. We had some big pun CDs. So a lot of those is was playing on in my head, but don't get it, don't get it messed up. It wasn't just hip hop. It was RB too. We had some Ashanti. We had some Prince. We had some Michael Jackson. So all of that, I just love music off, off the bat. So hold on, hold on. Okay. Because those artists that that's not old heads. Is that old heads? How no, old? I feel old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slick Rick kind of old. No, yeah, no, Slick, Slick Rick, Rick is old. Yeah, yeah. facts. <laughs> Yeah, Slick Rick, Slick Rick kind of old with his Tony Chains on. And CDs. Yeah. Let's talk about CDs. Because, like, people don't really bring CDs up anymore, and I love that. Right. My dad, he he he, he was fake like a DJ, but like a DJ in the crib. He nice. Don't get me wrong. He nice. <laughs> but I always just tell him, like, yo, bro, instead of DJing in the crib, doing a house party for us, a listening party, why don't you take this and go to Hot 97 and be, like, the next home flex or something? But he's shy. He like one of those. He like, nah. Do it on Twitch. Now he can. Right. He, he, I don't think he understands about all of that, but... I'm not about to force myself to try to explain to him how how much higher <laughs> over. Like it's just it's just in the conversation. Mind you, he's Jamaican, full bred Jamaican, so. I'm not even about to have that conversation with him. That's just going to go left and it's, I'm good off of it. But CD-wise, we had a lot of CDs. I remember when Michael Jackson, I think it was out of his 50th anniversary, 25, 25th anniversary CD that came out. It had the Thriller CD. It had the Bad CD on it. And then the third CD, it had like it had like music videos on it. Mind you, I used to be obsessed over my, Michael Jackson as a little kid. Yes. For some reason, like I was obsessed when I remember in art class, I took one of my gloves. It was a black glove. I took it to art class. I threw mad glue all over. I took some um, sprinkler, threw it on there, burned back home. My mom was sick. She's like, why would you do that? No, you're going to make mess all over the house with that little magic glove. Don't oh, you no. really take Yo, that's a fact. Glitter, you cannot get out of anything. It yeah, that's that was, that was all over the house. Love question. All you said house. that, I mean, you did a drill song, but you said that's not all you do. Right. That's not all I do. That's not all I do. Two times is a drill song. Reasons is a drill song, but that's not all I do. Like I said, I was raised on bars and songs like three minute song so for now i'm gonna get the attention so you got like a grasp of like uh song structure yes ma'am yes ma'am i got i got a grasp of song structure mind you drake that's that's my guy i might cry when i meet drake so (laughs) song structure listen man i got that down so right now i'm just trying to get the people is what they want to hear get the people what they want to hear so i mean they want to hear some drum and give them a trip and then eventually i'm gonna switch it up shake it up on and hit it with some r&b type of style or something smooth or actual song you feel me mm-hmm. but right now we're gonna make it lit make the scene crazy like ah just a belly on the scene ah clee 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 we here we're just gonna make it crazy for now <laughs> make, make the city lit make it hot i just want to make my i just want to make my presence so known that it's you can't ignore it. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Like this. So let's talk about who do you see yourself working with? Like whether they're also indie like you or like, you know, Drake status. One of my worker of my God, Tay Sav, Jiggler Flair, and just stop capping on it. Cause we been talked about working, but we just never linked up and got it done. But me and Jiggy definitely gonna get it in, in the studio one day. Um, as far as local artists, I'm not really sure, but I'm sure it's gonna happen down the line. I'm not stingy. My crew, my team, my stingy. So we definitely can make something happen. Farther down the line, when I read Drake's status, I'm trying to get a song with Drake, of course. I want a song with um, 
I don't even know. You just made me have a brain fog. I got too excited. But Drake is definitely on the top of the list. Drake for sure. Definitely Rick Ross. I love Rick Ross. Definitely a song with Lil Wayne. Definitely a song with Nicki Minaj. All of that. Lil Baby too. Cause I never used to like Lil Baby, but now that I'm listening to him more as an artist and a rapper, he's actually pretty nice. So I wouldn't mind doing a song with Lil Baby too. So A lot of rappers that people talk about, like even Blueface, like you'll hear stuff that ends up on the radio and you're like, what is this guy talking about? You know what? And what's then crazy, you'll hear bro? him featured and I'm like, yeah, he got some bars. Like, I, yeah, what's crazy fine, is though. I was just listening to a song earlier and it had a Drake feature on it. And the, the main uh, artist who, I don't know who this guy was and it sounded so crazy to me. Not, not to play him for as an artist, it just sounded so crazy to me. I'm sitting here talking to my, to my manager. I'm like, wow. I wonder how much he paid Drake for that hook or how much he paid Drake for that. Because when you hear Drake and you hear him, it doesn't it doesn't really sound hand in hand like you hear Drake in Future. So mm-hmm. it's like, who is this person? And it makes it just intrigues your mind just because Drake voices on it makes you want to search into it more. Like, what did you do to get Drake on your song? Or how did that play out? Have a big old budget. Right. Like, hey, I was, I was selling my booty for like nine years straight. I finally made it to 60K. I got this one song. Are you going to do it for me? He's like, no. Quadruple that. <laughs> for real. But the song the song is not bad. It's, it's actually, it's, it's decent. It's listenable. I, I I just love Drake, so I, I'm here for Drake Park. What are some producers you want to work with? I could go on for hours. One, Swiss Beats. I love me some Swiss Beats. Timberland, Pharrell, um, Kanye West. Me and Kanye definitely got to have like a 24-hour Never Leave the Studio session. Cause I know that's gonna be beautiful. Forty, gotta do a session on forty. These are people that I literally like study. Like I love their beats. I love their rhythm. I love how they do this music and how they put it together. How they put the hook and how the hook, the beat on the hook sounds different from the beat on the verse. Like it's just so the music itself is beauty to me. I could listen to an instrumental and start crying just because the instrumental is so hard to me. And people be like, "Why are you crying?" I'm like, "The beat, you gotta understand, bro. Music." <laughs> Yo. So I don't know. Music, music got a post, got a got a big spot in my heart right now and forever will have a big spot in my heart when time when time seems bad music brings it back up so i'll I'll forever love music talk about your music talk about reasons oh okay reasons i have i do got a mixtape loaded up i wish i could play something y'all right now but the way i'm set up right now i don't want to move i got a mixtape loaded up i got a velion it's called velion valley and then i got one called welcome to the hit list my first song in the intro actually for the mixtape is my favorite song i put my all into it like i basically told my story of how we made this happen so the hook goes times got hard ain't fuss ain't quit just got in my bag and got in my ish just got in my bag and got in my ish because waiting for the bag ain't gonna make me rich and basically what that meant was one day I just got up. I was like, I'm tired of this. I want to be a, I want to put my all into this. I'm going to just put the pedal to the floor and never give up. Even if I got to just wild out on stage, make myself look like an idiot. I'm going to do it because I want this so bad. I want this, I want this legacy. I want this generational wealth for my family. Are we so, going to hear more drill on the projects or will they be different? We got a mixture of drill, hip hop, and a little bit of R&B. Okay. A little bit of everything. Wait, so I'm you going to sing? I'm not a singer, but I could, I could probably pull a dirt Yo, with the auto tune. Right. I could probably pull that for you. We'll allow it. Sing something for us now. I can't. I just, <laughs> I just told yeah. you. I we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't put you on the spot. The auto tune set up for me right now. Oh, man. See, if we were at the studio, we could have done that. Could have did. I would have sounded like Bryson Tiller. <laughs> <laughs> I would have sounded like Bryson Tiller. I promise you. Do you have any dates yet for the upcoming projects? Or are you going to do the Kanye and tell us you have a date and then be like, just kidding? I, honestly, I might pull a Kanye. I really might pull a Kanye because the way that people is asking for it makes me want to pull a Kanye. Even my friend, my one friend, I let him listen to the whole mixtape and he's just, 
he just wants this one song. Everybody wants, everybody on my Instagram, Facebook wants this one song to drop. It's called Two Phones. And I, I done heard it so many times that I'm like, all right, it's whatever. If y'all want two phones, I can have two phones. I don't even like two phones. It's like a toss up. But every time somebody new comes around and anybody else hears that song, they're like, yo, bro, that's the one. I don't care what else you got in the, in the archives. I don't care what you talking about. If you don't drop two phones first, if you're going to fight. That's how, that's how everybody coming about me about my own music. Be like, yo, bro, if you don't drop two phones, I'm going to have to find you and it's going to be a problem because I want to hear two phones. I'm just like, damn, can you give us well, some Well, now time? I want to hear it. You got to send it over to us. I will definitely send it over to you. No problem. Yay. I will definitely send it to y'all. Yeah. Y'all yeah, be the first people to have two phones. Yeah, because you're talking this up and it's making me feel like I need to hear it. Yes, you need to hear it. It, it is a drill song, but it's like, it's like, it's not a hype drill song, but it's not a too chill up drill. Like, it's just different. That's how I would say. It just sounds different. And I never understood it until I sat in the house with this stereo on a hundred to the point that maybe the, the people downstairs TV was going to fall off the wall for me to understand how fire the song was. Because I remember the day I recorded in the studio. The day I did it, I did it so, I did it just like an artist would do. It was a Freestyle Friday, right? There was mad artists in there. I was in there, rappers, we freestyling, we freestyling. My manager, he nods his head. I'm like, all right, I'm about to shut it down. They even know what's about to happen. The beat plays. I throw on the headphones. Two phones. Both of them is blinking. The whole, it's like, I ain't know what's going on. Mind you, I ain't mess up or nothing. I one took the whole song. Ad-libs. Everything. One one took. I ain't mess up with none. I one took. It. Everybody on the outside. My manager told me. Everybody on the outside. They, they was like. They were shocked. Like they was like. Anybody that had that was doing something in their phone or was walking around with it, like stop and just was staring at me in the studio. Like I just, like I just broke a world record or something or did something spectacular. I didn't understand it. I was in my own zone. I call it belly mode. That's what that's what I call it, y'all. Whenever I zone out in the studio, I go in the studio and I'm about to kill something. Belly mode. That's what we call it. It's like I'm, a, it's like I'm a robot. So that's what I felt like. I didn't understand what was going on. But he was like, yo, bro, that's the one. Everybody after I came out the studio, that's the one. That's the one. I was like, all right, I can have two phones, but I got. I got another song, it's called Jam Rock. Shout out to my boy Primo. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk too much about it, but it's a fire sample and he did what he had to do. And when y'all hear when y'all hear that song, y'all y'all gonna wanna shake a little booty, y'all gonna wanna walk a little bit. Y'all 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 might do y'all might wanna do donuts in the middle of the street. That's how hype that song is, and that's how fire and legendary that sample is. And he did it, he did it so well, and I'm proud of it. And I can't wait, I can't wait for y'all in the world to hear that. Yes. I really can't wait for that one. And just real quick, I want to touch on, because you keep saying your manager. So at what point did you look for management? How did you go about finding a manager and building a team? What are your goals with that? Because not everybody has a manager. Honestly, I was in a crib. Bro was just on some. I told him, like, yo, it's out of, we gone. I'm the artist. You can handle the business. You got a strong mind for the business. All I really know is the music. We started off with two chops. He's like, all right, let's see how you do with two chops. Let's see how this goes. Two chops blew up. It blew up on TikTok. I started a challenge for it. How people like showing off their money. Floor saying like, cut this song. The hook goes. Talk to me next time. I've been trapping on nothing from messing the bank. So show me how you got money. Show me how. Show me your drip, your swag. Show the world how you've been finessing out here. Not really like legit finessing the bank, but like if you a hard worker, like you working nine to five, but you still bringing that money in. Yeah. I mean those PPP loans. That was that was lit. I don't know. People be wilding. Uh, I can't talk about that. People, be people about to be wilding out in jail. Right. Wilding out, locked up. Listening so to NFL radio. They hit that two chops in jail and think twice about it. Yo. So, boom. He thought of the name from he just had a daughter. 
her name her name Afi Afia. Named, named it after her, put it in blood. So when shit get pop off, she get paid too. Everybody get paid. Keep it in the family, you know. So ever since then, built up the contract, signed it, and ever since then we just been on the grind. Honestly, it's just been me, bro, and a few other people just pushing out, pushing out, pushing out work and our ethic on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, wherever we could get our hands on. Like I'm, I'm promoting it to the point where I just dropped the video. Reason shout out to uh, my boy Jai, shot by Jai. You can look him up on Instagram. I don't know how to spell his name fully, but it's S H O T B Y J A I. Just look it up on Instagram. He's gonna pop up. Um, shout out to him for shooting the video. We did it in two hours, like literally in two hours. Got the whole video done in two hours in Brooklyn. Shout out to the bro. Shout out to the shout out to the brothers for being there. Um, but yeah, everything is, is to the point where I'm literally copying the link, the YouTube link. I'll go on Facebook and just drop it in everybody comments. People, people could be in a full blown argument. Like, yo, I know y'all arguing, but hey, watch this video. No, <laughs> like, it's on fire. It might make y'all day. Make my make 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 y'all stop arguing. Like that's all I do now. Just dropping a link everywhere, putting my name and literally every single media outlet there is. And now I just hit up this dude. I think his name is Jude. He's a um Jude Charles. He's a um does modeling for people. I even hit him up like, yo, bro, I'm trying to model. Can I model? Because I want my yes. face to be there. I want to model. We want that. I could probably oh, we, work that course, out. We, we know you want that. I don't know about the world, but we know that you want that. I could probably I, I work support that out this. for you. Own week, yes. If you if you could do that for me, Aaron, I would love tomorrow. Let's yeah, go. Let's, 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 let's maybe hit the barbershop again one more time. Get another <laughs> first cut. You plugged all these other social medias. We're gonna need you to plug your social media and TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff so everybody can find you. Of course, of course. So Instagram, you start up an Instagram is J U S T O V E two L's and the I with an underscore. If you want to add me on Facebook, just Justo, Justo Valley. Just search Justo Valley. I'm a papa. It's gonna be a picture of me and Juicy. Go and see me. And I'm wearing a cool cat hoodie. Shout out to my boy Cool Cat. Better than Dior, better than Gucci. The best new designer out. Just super fire. Like the hoodie in my video. Y'all go watch my reasons video. The hoodie in the pants was sponsored by Cool Cat. If you see the red flag getting thrown, like it's almost like an American flag, but it's all red and it got like a white cat on it. Shout out to Cool Cat. That's all him right there. So shout out to him. TikTok, Justo Valley, J-U-S-T-O-V-E-L-L in the I. Everything is Justo Valley. If you put Justo Valley in any media, I'm a pop up. Spotify, Tidal, um, Apple Music, you know, I'm there. I'm all the way there. Welcome back to In The Field Radio. I'm Aaron Boogie here with Lady D. What's going on? Catch us on all our social media, In The Field Radio. Email us at info at inthefieldradio.com. You can send us love letters. We do read them and we will respond. Like us on Facebook. And on Instagram too. Yeah. I'm I don't even remember what we were saying. We've seen okay, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> we're glad to be back. So have a good night. I'm Aaron Boogie, Lady D. Thanks for chilling with those chicks on Mondays. In the field radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio. Good night. <laughs>